Welcome everyone to a Mexican and a redneck father of the world. We are your hosts and surrogate fathers Juan and Ben. Today we'll be discussing losing respect for your father. So, losing respect for your father, Ben. We we started to talk about this um, subject last week. And um, would you like to start off with a basic definition of what we're talking about right now? Yes, respect can have many different... Uh, 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 definitions depending on who you talk to and we we kind of wanted to to define respect before we get in into this conversation too deeply and so we had to say what makes a man respectable and that's a good question and so to give you a one sentence answer when a man is doing everything in his power to reach his full potential that's what makes a man respectable and all of our walks of life are different, and that's why we kind of gave this broad stroke definition. But when a man is doing everything in his power to reach his full potential, that's a man worth respecting. And I think as we go into the subject, because this is a subject that we both kind of just looked at each other and realized, like, wow, we are just about to scratch the surface on this thing. And uh, I think that definition is going to get uh, defined a little bit better. Um, kind of going back to the um, what is an alpha male is if if you've listened to us for the past year and a half, you've kind of seen and and ha- and, and and have a better understanding of what we uh, what we view as an alpha male. Um, so I think this is going to be a, a, a another journey that we're going on. Another branch of this podcast is and another thing that we explore as far as the 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 male heart, the human heart of what really is respect, what is um losing respect and and you know ben i want to thank you first for the previous episode for you your willingness to be vulnerable and share about your divorce or your parents divorce experience not your divorce you're never going to get divorced because you don't believe in divorce because the divorce is from the devil there i said it yep no one gets Uh, (laughs) out of this marriage alive not in my family yeah i mean that's anyways anyways um another subject another day um but that kind of spurred this and I, and I brought the question to you as far as um, what the event that caused you to lose respect for your dad and what was that and how did that affect you? Um, if you want to share yours and, I, and then we, I can turn around and share mine, how do you want to do this? Yeah, so I had the utmost respect for my dad. You know, he, uh, he hung the sun and the moon in my eyes when I was a kid. And somewhere around the age of 10, I really noticed that he was different. Something was different about him. And I later found out that he had started a substance abuse problem when I was around the age of eight, I guess. Uh, He had gotten a work injury and started taking pills. And and that led to uh, a a substance abuse issue. Now, he became very secretive, very recluse. You know, when you're 10, you only know so much. But I just noticed, man, this guy's a lot more distant. He's less interested in in our family life than he was prior. And, and around the age of 10, I noticed something was different. And then when he divorced my mom, and, and, or when they split up, I should say, um, I was around the age of uh, 12. I think I was 12 or 13. I can't remember exactly, but I'm thinking 12. And uh, And that was kind of the big blow. You know, that was the... And I had seen the signs between 10 and 12. I realized, uh, dad's not doing so good. Uh, he's not doing very well. And I hate to say it, but he never fully recovered. 
You know, he, he would have moments where he'd be doing better, but he wasn't doing everything in his power to reach his full potential. And so it's hard to say, but I never fully regained spec- respect for him. Mm-hmm. And, and he's, he's since passed, you know, and I loved him, but, and I wanted to respect him. That was the worst part. So I was never able to, to regain that respect for the man. I would compartmentalize things about him. You know, oh, he, he's so smart when it comes to guns or literature or music or whatever. And, and there was things I liked about him and respect his knowledge for or, or ability to, to understand and present but it was compartmentalized respect at best. And, and that made it, that led to a lot of other issues for me. Mm-hmm. We're going to discuss. Yeah. Cause this is going to be, you know, and I brought the, the, the question to you, which you were, um, I guess I didn't make myself clear as far as like what it means to not, not losing respect for your dad, but losing respect for yourself. Cause for me, as I look back at my childhood, I remember the moment. I remember the night I lost respect for my dad and then do and then but at the same time I'm looking now I'm like I lost respect for myself because my father my earthly father his role as a dad was to teach me how to be a respectable man but then when he turns around and shows me how to be a disrespectful man by my father was an alcoholic and an abusive man it was, it, it, it's something, it broke me. It broke him and it broke me. And from that moment, I was, I was growing up broken. But you don't realize that you're broken because you're, you know, the man who's supposed to be leading you and directing you, he himself is broken too. So it's like, it's only until years later when you grow up and become a man yourself you start looking if if you have the introspective the introspective to look back at yourself and be like oh wow i was i've been raised the wrong way i've been doing things completely wrong i got to change some things and uh for me it was the thing that saved me was having a, a relationship with my heavenly father it wasn't a man or another man coming into my life but it was god himself coming into my life they really helped me. And that's, you know, we'll go more into that, obviously, as we go into this, into the story. But what I really want to focus on tonight is that respect aspect. Um, because for men, this is so important. You, you made the comment as far as like how growing up, you, you kind of, you, we sometimes um, interchange low self-esteem with being disrespectful. Well, in, yeah, in our, pre-recording conversation we had discussed that because you had asked the question how do you regain respect for yourself when the man who is supposed to teach you respect did a very disrespectful thing in divorcing your mom that was your question or in your case in the way your father was abusive like how do you regain that respect for yourself and I thought oh what do you mean regain respect for myself I never lost respect for myself and you said but wait a second you were a disrespectful teenager. So if you're disrespecting other people, there's no way you can respect yourself. And I was like, whoa, Juan's over here <laughs> like breaking the sound barrier. I never thought about it that way. Mm-hmm. And, and to go back to what you just said, I did not have a man 
focusing on respect around all the time. And this is a very important point. I think a lot of dudes would identify with. I had my mom around more often than my dad, especially my teenage years. Cause around the age of 13 or 14, my dad started driving a truck and he didn't come back into my life until about 20. It was mm-hmm. just occasional phone calls or I might see him once every, I don't know, three months or something. So I, I, I didn't have him around growing up as a teenager. And so in those teenage years, it wasn't so much about respect as it was insecurity. And, and oftentimes there's a confusion, confusion of, well, oh, I'm, I'm not disrespectful. I'm just insecure. It's just insecurity. I'm just not showing up and being there for that person when I need to be. I'm just not very dependable when I need to be. But it's a result of my insecurity. It's like, no, you're a man. It's a result of your lack of respect because no one taught you how to be respectable mm-hmm. and be respectful. And that, that kind of blew my mind because I, I even like wrote it out in our show notes as, you know, something different. You're like, no, 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 don't rewrite it. That's what I wanted to say. How did you regain respect for yourself? Because I thought, oh, it's just insecurity. It's like, no, that's, that's that, that, that womanly stuff. You did yeah. not have a man around enough to show you how to be a man and be respectful. You had women around and they were doing the best they could. But it wasn't what you needed. Which, I mean, if you look at it, man, and look at where society is and how much influence women have in our society. Oh, yeah. And it's, you know, respect is not talked about. You know, there's this this philosophy like, well, respect is earned. No, respect is given. It is. And is maintained. And yes, once you lose it, you got to earn it back. But respect is given, you know, uh, and and this is something that I, we'll, we'll dive more into this into this episode. But um Respect for men is a huge thing, and I think we're going to be going into a lot more and deeper dives as we go along with this podcast as far as what, what it actually means and the impact that it does, that it has on uh, on us as men. But he, I'm even here sitting and thinking about my childhood, you know, my adolescent years, teenage years, and I was telling you before we started recording, you know, like, I was a disrespectful man. I didn't respect myself, and in a, in a, in a way I feel like, the Lord protected me from myself and not being able to date, um, not having a lot of friends and then kind of being almost kind of being an, a loner in a way because I was so hurting and so broken that broken, hurting people hurt people. And if I had had a major influence on the people, I would hurt more people. And even I look back and, and, in my teenage years, and I'm like the manipulative nature that I had, the callous nature, the lack of caring. I'm like, look at, I'm like, man, that's it. All goes back to respect. I didn't respect my dad. I didn't respect myself. So why am I going to respect other people? Why am I going to respect somebody else's property? Why am I going to respect other, somebody else's boundaries? You know, and it's it's it, it, it's it's a huge topic, one that's not talked about. You know, um, so it's, it's, uh, I'm excited about this next phase of the journey, Ben. Well, yeah. And so you could say season two really is, is we've been trying to figure out, you know, well, this is a good father. And a lot of our first hundred episodes, season one, if you will, we can call it season one. We can call it whatever we want. <laughs> but, uh, season one, that first hundred episodes, a lot of it, 
you can see we think we're giving advice for, oh, this is what a good dad does. Oh, here's a thing a good husband does. But really, it's the decomposition. It was us working towards figuring out, oh, we need to learn how to be better men as a whole. Not just put your kids to bed at this time or take them to this place or take your wife on a date. All good things, but season two, I think, is really going to be the decomposition of an alpha male. Yeah. What 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 does this alpha male thing really look like? Because it's not a fear-based mentality, which you, unfortunately, society, okay, if you're not going to be a respectable man, they almost would settle for that bully, fear-based alpha male. You know what I mean? Like... Like, think of how many guys identify with the uh, Tony Montana, the Scarface guy, Mm -hmm. or the Godfather, you know, the smoke the cigar, be the mob boss. You know, there's a level of, yeah, you know, when I was an insecure, disrespectful teenager, you kind of look at those guys and be like, you know, they went out and got stuff done. Mm -hmm. And it's, and it's. It's shameful to say now, like I would hate for my children or myself to be a part of that lifestyle, but that glamorous, they had the cars, the women, the money, the power, but it was all fear-based. You know, they had it because they had the money to buy the guns to get Mm -hmm. the power. And and, and it was, it was sad because, you know, and all those guys, they, they die early or they end up in prison or both. You know, but it doesn't work out. <laughs> in prison and death, yeah. That's you go usually. to prison and then they kill yeah, you. Yeah, then you get shanked. You have yeah. a day of the dead and it's like a killing spree. It is is horrible, but but a truly respectable man, that, that begins so early on, you know. I, what I'm teaching my son right now, he's only six, but that's going to last the rest of his life. But, you know, you, you think about it... Um, Man, as you're you're telling your story of how you lost your respect, and I'm I'm sitting here thinking about my journey, and I'm realizing like, wow, I started losing respect for my dad even at a younger age than than what I thought. Um, I think I've told this story before, but as far as like we were we were in Mexico, and this other kid um, told me he called me out. He said it's like, why do you call your dad daddy? Well, that's because that's that's daddy. And so this kid called me out and I stopped calling him daddy. And then I remember I, I went to my dad and I, was, uh, and I, I called him Appa, or which is it's like, I don't know, I guess it translates to like father, you know, or, uh, you know, it's not, not super form. It's not formal, but it's not, uh, it's not dad. It's, you know, it's, but it's not father. It's kind of somewhere in between. So it was hard to translate anyways. And I remember my dad saying to myself, saying to me, it's like, why aren't you calling me daddy? And my response was, I don't know. But then looking back, I'm like, you know, I didn't respect him enough to keep on calling him daddy. I chose to keep on calling him father. And I remember, and it just caused me to remember of things that he did when I was six years old, because there was a, there were some bad moments that I had that, you know, my mom and I were having to dig him out of uh, bars or, you know, little dark holes and it's like what's going on so it's like and i'm sitting here thinking ben is like you know respect is given and i'm thinking about my kids and if i have disrespectful kids 
I'm thinking, I'm like, man, am I being disrespectful to them? Am I giving them disrespect? Am I actually being a good father? Do I know how to give respect to my children? Because I struggle with being the angry dad because that's what I've seen growing up. My dad was an angry man. And the little respect that he had, he kept it because of his strength. You know, as you, he held on to it. It's like, you're going to respect me because, you know, this is my house and you follow my rules. I'm like, okay, there's going to come a day. I'm, I'll leave your house and I won't come back. And you know what happened? There came a day I left this house and I didn't come back. You know, and he looked at me. He's like, oh, you're going to be back. And I was like, no, I'm not. And I haven't been back. I mean, I go back to visit. But as far as like moving back in, it's like, that's, uh, that's not happening. You know, I, uh, in my mind, I'm like, I'm never going to be that man. I'm, I don't, I don't need you. But I do need him. And I think it goes back to what you said as far as we crave that respect. Oh, man, I crave it. I want it so bad. And there's things about him. I think you put it so well, Ben. There's things about him that I respect. But as a man, I'm still finding myself. I'm still finding it hard to fully respect him. To where. But I think because respect is a thing where when somebody says I'll do it and he does it. It, cre- it builds that respect. It builds that reservoir to where he tells it, hey, can you do this? You want to do it because when you ask him to do something, he's going to do it for you. And it's becoming that man of knowing, becoming that man of your word, becoming the man that's confident, that's trustworthy. Um, and then you were talking about the uh, alpha movement or the alpha male movement. And really what I see is a bunch of hurting men who are, fighting to hold on to the little respect that they have. And instead of giving respect, it's almost this this philosophy of like, this is how you strengthen yourself up to hold on to that respect. When that woman talks to you in a disrespectful tone, you let her know who you are. But if you're really a respectful man, you don't have to let her know who you are. She knows who you are. And you just have to remind her, do you know who you're talking to? But if you have to tell her who you are, that's a different boat, different subject. That's sure. Not, that's not sure. <laughs> so there, there, there is a little bit of a second part to this as well, you know. And um, you said, how do you regra- regain respect for yourself when the man who is supposed to teach you respect did a very disrespectful thing in divorcing your mom, you know, or abuse in your situation, you know, and... and w- you know, th- th- was there an event or a lesson, some type of development, something that happened, you know, and I'm, I was kind of thinking, well, it was a slow burn for me, mm-hmm. you know, because it wasn't like there was a singular event that led to the disrespect. It was a slow build of a couple of years of secrecy followed by a couple of years, you know, eight to 10, mm-hmm. it was more secret and distant. He was out of the family. 10 to 12, it was a lot different. And he was turning into someone who I just didn't know anymore. You know, I, it, it was a guy that growing up, that's not, that's not the dad I knew. This is some other guy that I don't even recognize. I don't know how to talk to him. I don't know how to relate to him. And, and I, I'm struggling to communicate with this guy. And rightfully so, because when you're a kid and you're 
dad's using, how in the world do you communicate with with a drug addict, you know? And and he would make attempts to go to Narcotics Anonymous and stuff, but it would never fall through because he would, I would see him maybe when he would come from home from driving a truck and he would just like get high and kind of pass out. Or I would see him after he was, you know, in my, in my earlier, or my 20s, you know, and, and he was just, he got worse and worse and worse when he stopped working and got on disability. There was a lot of abuse, a substance abuse, you know. He was using way too much. And one thing I did was when I was 19, I started, I'm sorry, when I was 18, I started going to a Bible study to meet girls because that's what you do when you're not a very respectful person is you go to church to meet girls. But anyways, I didn't meet any at church. (laughs) Um, But I I met some cool friends, but I did not meet my wife there. Um, That's neither here nor there. I'm sorry. Uh, I, but I met some great men who I would see. And I'm like, you know, this guy's not worried about his finances ever. Mm -hmm. And I would kind of watch him whether they knew it or not. And I'd say, you know, this guy, he can, he can drop a ton of money on dinner and it's no big deal. And then I'd see another guy. I'm like, you know, he's got a good marriage. I really like that. I, I would emulate it. And these men I was seeing in church and, and, and for me, it was just kind of this big, oh, that's, that's how you're supposed to treat your spouse. That's how you're supposed to treat your kids. Those are the kind of conversations they have, you know, and, and, and it made me go, I want that. And so I started grabbing these different elements from these different men I would see and go, I'm going to, in my mind, I'm going to try and work towards that element of finances, of working out, of respecting myself, respecting my spouse, my kids, and respecting other men, you know, what did that look like? And, and I became, I, and at work as well, I would see men and things they did. And I'm like, that's a very, I like that. I'm going to, I'm going to go towards that trait. And so it was a slow development throughout my twenties of trying to find good men to emulate, or maybe at least good traits in men to emulate. And it all kind of came to a, to a head of sorts in my early thirties when my dad's use got so out of control, so dangerous. My family was getting harassed and threats that I had to say, I've got a good job now and your lifestyle is a threat to that. You were threatening my family with your behaviors. And unless you change, I can't have you around anymore. Mm. That's just the way it is. There has to be distance. I'm going to block you from being able to call me. And I will call you periodically to make sure you are okay. But this can't happen anymore. And I worked my way towards respectfully standing up to my father there wasn't emotions I just gave him choices I told him I respect myself now I value who I am as a man I value the life I'm building I value my wife and my children so much that they don't deserve to have to endure your behavior anymore and that was a hard hard thing to do and probably about eight months after that event and pretty much just not talking to him. 
because his behavior was completely unacceptable. I realized I didn't deserve that. No one should deserve that. No one should have to deal with a drug addict and the way they behave. At some point, they just have to behave, you know, respectfully. And standing up to him respectfully was when I went, oh, my goodness. It was that moment. Mm -hmm. I am being a respectable man. Maybe I've realized this is what a respectable package of a man is and not just compartmentalize things because I had things that were respectable. My ability to work, I had a good work ethic. You know, I generally tried to tell the truth, but I struggled to stand up to people. I would want to run and suppress things. And I still have that issue from time to time, especially when something really matters to me. I really have to work hard to get stuff out, but, but I'm still working towards it. I'm mm-hmm. getting better at it. And, and, and so, like I said, it is a slow burn. But man, it, it finally hit. And it's like, I can do this. This is possible to respect myself, find my self-respect, and, and to pass it on to my children, to my spouse, to my friends, to those around me. You know, as you're talking about that moment, and I realize that something, that, something really stood out to me when you said, um, there wasn't a moment where you gained respect, but there was traits that you found in another man and you found respectable traits in yourself. And I think that really resonates with me as well. Cause that's something that I've experienced as well, where I remember moments where a friend that I respected me called me out on the way that I spoke in front of his daughter. It was very kind, very, very nice. His name was Ben as well. Great guy. You know, it's like, it's like, it's like Juan, can I ask you a favor? I was like, sure, Ben, what? Can you not uh, cuss so much in front of my daughter? And I was like, oh, yes. Yes, I can do that for you. Yes, I will absolutely <laughs> do that for you, you know? And it was, but it was because I respected that man. I respected his friendship. I respected that relationship. I was like, I don't want to, oh, I don't want to lose that over my tongue. I, yes, I will, I will stop that. And after that, I mean, it's just like, I just, I went from cussing like a sailor to just, I'm not, okay, done, not cussing anymore, you know, Um, the moment, and I've shared this moment before, going to my friend's house and having dinner with him, and his son drops the pizza, and his reaction towards it, I was like, oh, that's what a father's supposed to do, you're supposed to clean up your kids' messes when they make a mess, and do it with a good attitude, like, oh, it's okay, son, here, let's clean it up together, I want that. Versus what you had seen, which was, it's like, do you think, do you think, you think I money grows on trays? Yeah. What do you think? You know, it's just like, like in my mind, I'm sitting there and I'm thinking like, oh, this this kid's about to get it. Oh, he's about to get it. He's about to get beat. And then it's like, I'm like, oh, wow. And I'm finding myself, Ben, we are coming to a point in our lives where at this point we've learned respectable traits, but we're going into the next phase. And I think we're going to be taking a lot of people with us. And learning what it is to actually be a respectable man. Not have respectable character not respectable characteristics of a man, but a respectable man all the way around. Because you can be the person who's always on time, but you have a bad attitude. You can be the person who, whenever you need help, oh, they're there, but you're always late. 
you know it's like there's there's there, there's gives and takes but respect is so much bigger because it starts with yourself how do i respect myself how do i treat myself what do i how do i see myself when i look at myself especially from the perspective of like i didn't create myself somebody created me with a purpose and in my belief system is my heavenly father created me with a purpose i respect him did he make a mistake no he didn't so if he respects me then it's my job to learn to respect myself so that i can respect others and i think this is the next phase that we're going to be going into and i'm very excited about it because We've talked about the alpha male, but it really, I think the thing that's going to be exciting is talking about the respectable man. So. That'll be another topic for another day. I think it is. I think we've, we can, we've I think got we've, a lot to, to decompose here because there's so much to talk about because we, we really want our listeners to come on this journey with us and, and, and learn with us, you know, what, okay, you say you want to be an alpha male. Well, what does it look like? How do you, how do I be that? Mm-hmm. Tell me how to be that alpha. Male. And we're, we're learning with you, you know, be patient with us. We, we want to be here for you and be there with you. Uh, but we want to, we want to really figure it out, you know, and give good examples of, of what we've done and how we've done it and how we're going to do it better. And, 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 uh, and join us on this journey. Yeah. Yeah, I'm excited about it. Well, with that being said, I want to thank everybody for listening to a Mexican and Redneck Follow the World. We love you, and we're proud of you.